Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. It has been eight years of horror movie night. Kyle, I'm sure the time flew by. <laughs> Feels <laughs> like yesterday <laughs> that we were um, talking about. What did I? What did I start? I don't remember. You started right. with American Gothic, right? Was that the think first? That feels like that was the first one, but I, I think that was I, the I first time that you were. He may on. have. That may have been his first official one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he's guessed it prior to that. American Gothic, but it feels like just yesterday. Feels yeah. like the first, first time. time. Um. But yeah, man, look, I'm going to tell everybody up front, I got real wild on on picking clips. Uh, in the past, it was my my vetting process was if it made me laugh, I would pull the clip, whether it was like 30 seconds or or whatever. This time it's been like, no, I'm looking for I'm looking for when we got weird, uh, where we got on some weird tangents, went off to some crazy shit. Uh I'll tell you this much, an episode I didn't anticipate using a lot of clips from, uh, Ginger Snaps 2. Really? <laughs> um, Kyle, there's a line that I don't know how I <laughs> how I missed it in the time that we recorded it or edited it, but I was dying in my car today. Oh, I'm excited. Um, we're talking about hairy palms. And okay. you said something like, could you imagine jerking off with hair on your hands? And Scott says something along the lines of that was just a thing that they made up to scare kids from playing with themselves. And you respond, I've got a pair of socks and some tissues that say the opposite. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. 
This is what I love about. Be- I think I love best of years oh, uh, compilations yeah. way more than the listeners because I don't remember any of the jokes rem- we made. I don't remember that. <laughs> and I like, laugh. I and I'm like, like man, we're down. so funny. <laughs> yeah, man. I had to back it up. I'm like, hold on a second. I got to get the exact timestamp on this one. There that's ain't no so way that's not making stupid. it. <laughs> Uh, yeah, these are these are these are fun compilations, Matt. I I, I um I can't wait to hear what uh, year eight has in store for yeah. all the shit that we forgot. Well, I I always spring this on you guys, but I'll do it. One, uh, I'm springing on myself too, real quick. Obviously, this episode is going to include best of segments from episodes one fifty or three fifty one up to episode four hundred. Um, and you know, feel free to pull up the app on your phone or anything, but is there any, uh, any episodes in that run that you want to give uh, like, Hey, I was really proud of this one. I had fun with this one. Obviously. I mean, episode 400 is just pure chaos and I'm, I haven't even, <laughs> I'm so I even... surprised that that turned out without me sounding like more of an asshole. Um, nope. That was all on Dylan. Dylan. Yeah. You know, it's so funny because like, I really, I feel like I would, my jokes would have hit a lot better if I had, you know, like really leaned into what I was trying to say about like men's rights activists, but I kind of tiptoed a little bit and that, that fucked me up. But, um, you know, other than that, I, I, I mean, and it was also so fun to, to record that because it was just pandemonium. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think that people also, um, between, that night and our slack and just in general i think a lot of people are finally i feel more comfortable that people are realizing that we're playing exaggerated characters like it's still us right like Mm -hmm. it's not disingenuous but we're definitely trying to play it up for laughs um, we play up the the douchiness or the patheticness for sure yeah yeah, yeah. like you know, I, I, I promise I'm not this terrible. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, my life's also, not I promise we're not this funny pit. in real life either. Yeah. So if you see us at a con, we're, we're probably not going to make you laugh. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, you know, I mean, I, I, I feel a lot better just in general because of the fact that I know it's like we're into year nine at this point, And Matt That's and I crazy. have been doing this for like. 12 years 11, together 12 or 11 years Jesus well Christ. i think it was probably um right before right after my wife and i got married so yeah. uh yes so so poor megan i don't know if she's she's never had a day she's never had a had a week free of of this in yeah. in our entire marriage more or less so that's what pretty a lovely woman. crazy yeah no Man, I, so matt kelly's props. existed within your marriage <laughs> the entirety of it yeah <laughs> yep, exactly but um you know going through what our episodes wise like i had a really good time you guys killed it right at the beginning of this um this run with dead silence and hellraiser hellworld those yeah. i did not expect to enjoy the watch or discussion nearly as much as i did yeah, yeah. no those i was gonna say those uh definitely jumped out at me as fun episodes um i, I can't remember which one of us picked it but it could have even been me no i think it, I, I don't know but being able to rewatch and discover that i actually really like the mutilator a lot was, that was definitely me. a highlight of this year yeah yeah because i think that that was one for years we're like we can't do the mutilator yeah. this movie yep. that has a great cover and it's garbage and then we watch we're like this movie fucks yeah yeah <laughs> like- yeah and you know also when we when we got to do what did we do we did brain scan and up from the depths did we do a 
third one? Do we do Mosquito I, that day too, that night too, or do we just no, do no? Grand Scan the, it was just those two in my basement right yeah, before the that live stream. Yeah, that was a uh, really really fun time. Like the Grand all day Scan live is really stream good. was a blast. I mean, yeah. that was that was a Didn't that was like a fifteen fun hours. <laughs> no. Well, you you got to escape to cook for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> I did. Kyle and I were holding stuff. down the live stream fort for most Dude. of it. Dude, and that, li- that live stream is still, I mean, one of my, that was so fun. That was, I mean, like, that was my first sort of event, you know, yeah. I guess, as far as, like, True, where yeah. night goes, you know, so, um it was it was a blast. I mean, yeah, brain scan was on my list. I you know, as uh, layer of the white worm was a lot of fun to to dive into um, for some reason. And then even though it was a shit movie, I loved talking John Carpenter's vampires. I think that I was oh. so flabbergasted <laughs> by the movie and by the rhetoric of the movie mm-hmm. that I was like, oh, I can't wait to talk to my boys about this. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, this is gonna be great. Yeah. Um, well, there wasn't. I mean, there really there were few movies that I, I also I can't remember. I mean, I know this is the, sort of the second year that I've been on, but it feels to me like it was the first listener submitted month that I've been a part of. I think that this is the. Um, I think that you came on just at the tail. I think yeah. we did, right, like we did in, the listener. Here's what it was: we had guest co-hosts for all of listener submitted. That's week, right, mm-hmm. and then you jumped in immediately okay. after that. Yeah. So um, I I I love that portion of what what the show does this year i forgot uh, that brain damage was a listener submitted episode like oh, that's yeah. crazy. oh yeah right yeah 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 um you know yeah, so I, I, I i say that, that the now listener, the listener submitted for those who forget listener submitted was this year was brain damage shocking dark howling seven the new moon rising and uh, Nightmare on Elm Street Five: The Dream Child. So, oh, which was yeah, and that was yeah, and that Dream, was a lot of fun. And Dream Child. Those. I was not. That was the first time I've ever That's missed an episode. Never, but, yeah. But you got to do live with the uh, Camp Nightmare Jordan and dudes. JB. Yeah. yeah, boys at Camp Nightmare. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So that well, that's what I was gonna cool. say. The the live stream was a great time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, credit where credits due. I know it is literally the exact tail end of year eight as far as this best of goes, but creature feature weekend was truly like the, the like get the defibrillators out to really like shock horror movie night fully back into life. I think like, I think we had a great great. year eight, but like for the last two or three years, it's been like, "Ah, do we really like need to travel and do events? Like we're doing fine, like doing the remote thing. But that was like the big reminder of like, you know what? Mm -hmm. It is fun to even if it's just for a day be with like all of these like-minded people just having fun and like i think that was the most loose i've ever felt at a convention because even like mania we're like locked in that table it is too oh, fucking yeah. hard to get out many people but like creature feature we were just like at, a, at any point as long as there was somebody sometimes it was yeah. eli like as long as there was someone <laughs> watching the table Love we could walk around hang yeah. out with friends grab some food outside like do what I, it was such like a loose yeah. vibe and right as this episode's coming out we're getting ready for blob fest which is going to be the first time we do like a street fair which i can't even imagine how much fun we're going to have doing a street fair yeah i'm considering <laughs> bringing albie and megan yeah. so we'll see so we may yeah. we may and i'm still I, trying to convince kyle to bring the whole family down i know i know <laughs> i have to figure out what our dates are for our friends visiting if if we can if we can double up on vacation and carly can take one more day or i guess it's a weekend <laughs> 
yeah. you know, we'll 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 try to make it happen. Look, you can stay at my house like an Airbnb while I'm flying to California. <laughs> I so. appreciate it. <laughs> I'm locked up. You can check the ring camera, Matt. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get day. into these clips I because I think it's going to be a long ass best of episode. But obviously, we love you. Thank you so much for chilling with us. Uh, and you know, here's to eight more, I guess. Oh man, maybe. eight yeah, more we're years, gonna... eight, uh, more, eight years. more years. <laughs> what, Matt, when you say clap, when you're supposed yeah, oh. three or on three, clap. Is it on three? It's on three. Clap. It's on three. Matt, we're we do perfectly this fine. Constantly. I just, I panic when it's someone who's thrown into the mix. I'm like, I'm going to yell clap in case they're unaware of what they're supposed to do. As if Brian yeah. wasn't on the show hey for guys, three I'm Brian. First time caller, long time listener. <laughs> <laughs> Am I doing the claps right? <laughs> There's a stupid Brian voice. I've missed it so much. <laughs> it would be really beneficial if on the count of three you said clap so we all know that that's time to clap. Maybe it's just my love of like old shit. But, like, I didn't really laugh while watching this movie. I didn't particularly enjoy the view. I think I hit the button to see, like, how much time was left two or three different times. But I felt such a comfort still while I was watching the movie that can only be described as, like, vintage stuff makes me feel safe. Yeah, yeah. Well, the laugh, the laughing part makes sense because nobody cued you to laugh. Yeah, yeah. yeah, If if you don't know... If you don't know, how are you going to laugh? How are you going to enjoy anything if somebody around you doesn't also share that joy? You know, I, I just want to—I just want to be completely transparent um, because Brian was here in honor of Brian being here. I didn't watch the whole movie. Um, <laughs> I only watched—I <laughs> only watched the first half an hour and as much as I could of the last half hour until I got the notification That's that we were going to jump on That's a serious Brian move. Um, Holy shit! Well, listen, <laughs> listen. On both ends of those. I would say, so say I watched 45 minutes, uh, 15 minutes of it was the whole wolf transformation gimmick. Uh, There's a lot of this, that. Is that a common thing? No, so this- Does yeah, Monster change into- yeah this, yeah, this movie the, literally you know. functions like they had three unreleased episodes of the monsters and yeah. just tried to like just smash it up, them together. Because <laughs> yeah. it's like- Hey, this is that unaired episode, The Monster's Boat Ride. And then, like, here's this. <laughs> Do you un- know unfit- how long it takes to get to Europe from America on a boat? <laughs> it takes an entire episode of The Monsters. I think my favorite <laughs> my favorite line in this whole movie while we're talking about the the dog is when, when Grandpa turns into a dog and he busts out of the room. And then one of the guys on the ship just goes, Hey, it's a dog. Let's nab it. Yeah. <laughs> that is one of the only quotes from this fucking thing that I wrote down. The only thing that that and uh, uh, Herman Monster getting stoned on the boat was Dude, exciting I for me. That. I never thought I'd hear Herman Monster talk about how excited he was to get stoned. <laughs> like, I was like, hell yeah, brother. Yeah, the sixes were a wild ride. time. Yeah. Uh, I also wrote down the fact that Eddie Monster enunciates the word tomatoes in ways that I never knew was possible. I, I yeah. wrote it down the best to that I could possibly sound spell it, which was tomatoes. <laughs> like, yeah, that's exactly how you say it. Because they yeah, were throwing yeah. tomatoes at us. Well, I thought it was a I thought it was a uh, a joke against British people, but then he he said it more than once, right? He said it a lot. Yeah, it was a it was a it was a repeat. It was for okay. sure. Kyle, I had closed captions on, and it literally would put as he said it. 
T-A-M-O-U-T-O-E. Oh, so we know we know where Tubi stands. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh no, it was the, the tomato screen, motherfucker. It was the Scream Factory Blu-ray that they sent me. Oh, that's I think why. that that's, that's Scream Factory oh, nice. pulling a fast one on you. <laughs> yeah, I watched yeah. mine on a DVD. I am curious though because I know you said this was basically like three episodes, and I'm pretty sure the whole episode of Hot Rod Herman yeah. is he's about to be in a race. He totals a car. Grandpa builds him Dragula out of a coffin. Yep. Yep. And he wins the race. Yeah. <laughs> yeah right? they, they literally just were like, hey, why not in our movie we'll just recreate the most beloved episode of our only two season show? Um, and just. And they're like, is this really the most beloved episode? It's like, it will be in 1999 when Rob Zombie <laughs> makes his first album. <laughs> but to those outsiders who threaten its world famous secret, the Loch Ness Monster, this is a warning. Wait, are the you woman's... trying to tell me that those accents weren't authentic? I was going to ask you, did you, you not hear it that. slip right into. She's the, she's the most Scottish woman from Branson, Missouri that I've ever met. Um, <laughs> She came straight out of Oklahoma in Branson and onto this set, and it shows. Man, that it theater shows. kid joke just has legs for days. <laughs> Her first appearance in this movie is so strange. It, it feels like it could have been written for, like, Napoleon Dynamite. It has yes. no place in she here. Is, she's, she's the girl from Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah. Except with, I like her bangs a lot. She comes downstairs, and she says, she's like, oh, you're American. Is it true that in America you can go to movies more than once a month and that you look at pornographic material? And he's like, yes. And then she and just she runs, runs away. <laughs> but she does like the weirdest run where her arms don't move. No. <laughs> I think that's what gives the Napoleon Dynamite vibe. Yeah. Definitely. Oh, yeah. 100%. I, and like, it just sets up that uh, Scottish people are prude, I guess. Yes. Like, I, I'm I don't know very what, confused. I don't, I don't know, know what the movie's trying to say. But again, they love this prop. Prop keeps showing up. Kills a lot of. Th there's a pretty high body count in this movie for a mysterious, elusive Nessie. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, even the park rangers with machine guns for no reason can't take it down. <laughs> like, I could not believe that they were trying to lift a parking gate and then all of a sudden they whipped out their machine guns to shoot at Nessie. <laughs> I was like, this isn't Border Patrol, like in Scotland. <laughs> that's that scene is amazing for a couple of reasons. That's that's what I wrote down as the broad daylight attack, which I mean, for all we know, that could have supposed to have been midnight. Yes. But yeah. Yeah. There's no. It, it, it's it's like thirty days of night. Where it's that, it's, it's that slow motion because it's. I'm sure the shot of Nessie biting the dude in the shoulder was all of five seconds, but they slow that shit down to make sure that they can get a good minute and a half. And then the score is just straight up ripping off Psycho for a couple minutes. Yeah. It's like, I was like, this is, this is out of control. There's definitely, they reuse the same footage of that Nessie head underwater a couple times mm -hmm. where it's just like, it looks like, the, they had no control over keeping that head stable in water, so it's just kind of like bopping around, like it's trying to get back to the surface, and they're it's probably, doing their best to, to keep it down. It has <laughs> to be in the same level of the Jaws mechanical shark, right? Like it has to. They must have only gotten a couple shots, like that they were able to use. <laughs> Oh, and yeah. make it happen. Luckily, they did all the land stuff first, so they just like leaned into Nessie on land, yeah, uh, as much as they could. And I think that it is. I think you're right. This movie is as good as Jaws. So <laughs> <laughs> that's what I said. The authorities are now saying that a 
local man in a car accident may have been the killer they've been hunting for the last three years. The reason why they're all just sitting in front of the couch is that there's this guy called the address book killer. Who we don't and, find his name until after he's already died, which I think is hysterical. Yeah, well, I mean, I think it's, it's kind of implied by the fact that he steals Karen Allen's address book. But so there's this there's the serial killer in Northeast Ohio, I assume, because apparently she lives in Cleveland. He is dubbed the uh, address book killer. Because he kills everyone within your address book. Like, which I don't understand the sustainability of that. <laughs> um, that's that's a lot of killing. One, one person's address book could have anywhere from ten names to fucking yeah. I mean, like did you 50. see Karen Allen's book? It looked like it was about to explode out of its. We sent out seems. fifty Christmas cards this year, and I can't imagine if somebody killed everybody on that list. <laughs> well, and like, then it's like fuck. he's. Well, we'll get into. She's trying to digitize her, her address, address book, was book awful. and as an example, they scan one random page, which just happens to be the middle of the book, the letter M, and that's when he infects the computer. He has access to that singular page that got scanned into the system, which, unluckily for Karen Allen, did in fact have her address. <laughs> her but, own address. Yeah, damn. which is, I mean, I don't know, I don't know about you guys, but when when you were. When you had an address book when you were a child, I guess, did you write down your own address? Nope. My parents had an address book. Guess which one they had memorized? <laughs> the one that the, they the, lived their in. Their own place? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> quick pause. Quick pause. I clicked into the, <laughs> I clicked into the Turbulence 3 wiki page because I remember Turbulence. Turbulence is like just fucking speed Air Force air. One, speed in the air. So first of all, this is the box art, which yeah, it's bad. grabbed my attention. But, is that the Langoliers? <laughs> that looks exactly like the Langoliers. So just, I was just scrolling through it because I'm like, that looks like a horror movie. Did they like, did they like get more weird and demonic? And I'm scrolling through here and I just read this sentence with no context to anything else. All I know is that it's about a band that's on a plane. Kate realizes that the cult is planning to crash their plane into a small <laughs> church with hopes that it will release a demon. <laughs> Guys, why are we sleeping on the turbulence? Yo, that's, franchise. that's an immediate watch, y'all. That, that's an immediate watch. Find us the Tubi link. I'm going to a real life secret hell world party. It's just like there's this aesthetic of like, that's what being an adult is. That's like being like a cool kid is. It's like you get to go to parties and like maybe you'll get head from a fucking mass like weirdo if you dial a four digit phone number. Yeah, and, and just take like, a casual phone call while it's happening. With yeah. Like, and be a fucking head pusher, Henry. He's yeah, having a, a full blown casual conversation with he no. Oh, oh, sorry. <laughs> so so let me write that. I have to jump to this. Everyone's at while I write down a quote. <laughs> I write down a quote that doesn't happen in the movie, but I wish it happened in the movie. <laughs> so so there's this big reveal towards the end of the movie that they have not been at this party pretty much from the second they showed up to this party, right? Lance Hendrickson somehow let's let's try to think about this. Somehow has hacked into their favorite game, made sure that all of them get the exact same invite to a party that he needs them to get just so he can bury them alive because he blames them for not stopping his son who he didn't have a particularly great relationship with from killing himself um and and it's revealed that they've all been in a uh hypnotic state 
and he's just been kind of tossing suggestions into their mind but like via Nokia's of, phone yeah because of those <laughs> it's like oh she was so afraid that she was going to slice her throat off that she scratched her throat out trying to like remove an apparatus that wasn't there and like this guy that was, had a, that was a straight saw this yeah. movie is saw with Cenobites this movie is everything but Hellraiser honestly because it ends with like a like a Friday or a Nightmare on Elm Street type ending for some reason yeah it it's, does it it's definitely does fucking wacky but he's going through all the different ways that these three friends have died <laughs> these three friends have died and it gets to henry cavill's character yes. and he says his explanation is he died of fright but the way that harry cavill's acting i wanted him to be like and mike mike jerked himself to death <laughs> like, he's like, well i was ex that's so true that, that would have been amazing and so when they're showing the dead body they panned down to his crotch and I was waiting for there to be a, a wet spot because yeah. he like, you know, had a wet dream <laughs> yeah. as he was about to get fucking killed in the, in his, in I his psychosis. Like, I want to believe that that was the original line. And even to mention phones were like, like, yo, you got to bring in Lance to ADR a new line. <laughs> so shocking. So terrifying. So powerful. This is a dude who at the time that he's making this movie is d in his 60s or 70s, but has spent his entire career working with progressive people, yes. working with Lucille Ball, working with Rob Sterling, walking with Paul Lynn. So of course he's not going to take a homosexual character and turn them into a joke because he's like, no, I've seen the real life, you know, seeing the struggles of Paul Lynn having to be a closeted gay man through most Can of you, his career. So I know who Rod Sterling was. Who's Paul Lynn? Paul Lynn was a comic from the 60s who uh, his the thing that most people connect him with is Hollywood Squares. Oh, OK. He, he had Thank a very he he had a similar to like a. Like I don't want to do his voice per se, but he has a very iconic voice. Did you ever, if you ever watched uh, Bewitched, he was Uncle Arthur on Bewitched. Oh, okay. um, he's yeah. the father in Bye Bye Birdie, but he was almost always the center square God, I love in Hollywood Birdie. Squares. He was the guy you would throw to, and he'd be like, "Oh, I don't know." <laughs> like he had like that kind of like. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Not bad at all. Like but that. yeah, like yeah. Billy is my second favorite player to wear the number twenty three. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Michael Jordan's my second favorite player to wear the number 23. <laughs> Billy is my first uh, wearing that number 23 jersey, just fucking sinking him until his mom poisons him. Yeah. What? <laughs> like, so he doesn't go asshole. to college. Yeah. What? Like, what? When you break down the reasoning behind any of this, it is Yeah, there's a lot chaos. of Munchausen syndrome in this movie. Yeah, like, yeah. Or I guess Munchausen by proxy in this movie. There's... Bro, it's all over the place. We are also <laughs> house a... is built on Munchausen by <laughs> yeah. proxy. I love the fact that, that this is the first podcast where we're, like, diagnosing this as psychosis. <laughs> 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 We've seen a lot of psychos on this show. Yeah. Well, We've we have to pay like, Carly oh, to do it, obviously. so we can't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. No, yeah. But th that's... But I do. That's why I'm here. I mean, they get to the crazy pretty quick, but like the switch in his aunt that turns out to be his mom when she's just like the first like 10 minutes, it's like she seems normal enough. Like, but then it's like the second someone implies like, you know, Billy's going to go away to college. It's just like, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> that's what like she wants him to be, dude. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's fucking right. Uh, no, she does like, I, I, yeah, like she was just 
so overprotective and holding out for him being 18 and not realizing that like he's not gonna want to be there anymore i could never i wouldn't i wouldn't want to be there at all but billy just gives her so much room too yeah oh him just bare ass talking to her before he even steps into the shower in the bathroom asks for the towel to cover him up from her i would say it's progressive transgressive and a little aggressive. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> fucking aggressive. Maybe a little, maybe a little suggestive too. <laughs> we are also a beat poetry podcast this week. Yeah. <laughs> Nick Elliott was looking for a nice, quiet place to write. He thought he found it with the Forrester family. Then he met Darian. So this movie was just kind of there. It was on my screen. For the most part, I felt ick. And then other times I was just like, this is kind of dull. Then we get to the last 10 minutes. And we've got this fucking carousel in the attic set piece. And let me clarify that Matt Kelly in no way condones or supports violence against women. But when Alicia Silverstone gets punched in the face and goes fucking flying, I, I was like, this whole movie's worth it. That is the most ridiculous decision this movie could have possibly like, chosen. The thing was, is it like, was like I, a Looney Tunes cartoon. I didn't know what the hell was happening. And you know, she got and punched I felt, by one punch man. I felt that like people watch certain people watching this might have been like yes she finally got punched she had it coming i was just more under the impression of like i cannot believe they punched her off this carousel good for them i, I, I love that just for them like the, it literally is like a kung fu movie she went flying oh my god that killed me and also i just i have a lot of questions about the hospital that she's at because there is no way any of those hospitals would have actually mailed the letters on her behalf. Like when he's got that no. scene where he's got like 50 letters, I'm like, no, never in a million fucking years. Watch a movie called Wicked World. Agfa, American Genre Film Archive, put it out with Bleeding Skull, and it is a shot on video, oh, apocalyptic God. piece of trash. Um, <laughs> so you had a blast, right? So Carly went away for five days. Uh, and wow. Mister, 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 but I was able to watch at least one movie that would would not have been on our television if she was even yes. in our household, and that was <laughs> Wicked World. That's what that's what married guys do. Like, you know those those memes that are like guys that don't treat. What are you doing? And it's literally us just watching horror movies yes. or like trashy movies that our spouses don't want. To watch. Yes, no, I think absolutely. you're understanding my lifestyle as a person who lives alone all the time. That right. your your my wife is away for the weekend so I can watch whatever I want is my every day. <laughs> <laughs> but like, are you know, laughing at this? Is it, <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm like, what's this Disney Plus just added? My Ghost Stories season one? Sure, let's sure. watch this bullshit. <laughs> Why not? Have you ever seen a vampire? Forget whatever you've seen in the movies. He called the head vampire the f word, but he also said something to the effect of. He called him like a fashion victim, and I was like, "Dude, this the fuck." He's dressed like about- you. Yeah. <laughs> the only difference is that his leather coat is longer and black. He looks like somebody who wants to own a motorcycle and doesn't. 
<laughs> Dude, he wants to own a motorcycle, but he's too embarrassed that he can't afford a Harley. So that belt right there, that brown belt, mm. doesn't even match the brown of his bomber jacket. And he's wearing no. black gloves and he's wearing acid wash jeans. He is a fashion victim to the nines. Mm -hmm. Dude, the fucking I would let that vampire go down on me. Because you know, that is absolutely cunnilingus. <laughs> right. If that was doing. what we if that was the choice that we had to make, if like because the F word was tossed around. So Suck much. the blood from my nuts, dude. I'd yeah. like I, and then let James Woods kill me. I don't care. No. But like, listen, <laughs> you know, I am all for cunnilingus in popular movies and TV because yeah. it needs to be normalized. That's what I loved about Bridgerton season one. That's what I fucking loved about Bridgerton season two because it is just as obvious. It's not as often, but it is like so intensely like, mm -hmm. I am going down on you. Right. Um, I'm making like, a choice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kyle, do you have a drink for this? I'm drinking sip of sunshine because oh. all you need is a little sip of sunshine to put you out of your misery if you're a vampire. <laughs> and, um, and man, and with those wrist wanna... with those fire wristlets. Yeah. Great. Dude, uh, you know what I wish is that we could double feature this movie with Easy A and just have that card that she has opening up every time. I gotta I gotta fuck up a little sunshine. God, that movie's so good. I wanna ask one serious question because this movie <laughs> seems to lean into all of the other vampire things like sunlight kills them. Uh-oh, here's a well, cross. That's not great. Everything about it. But how did he get into the hotel? No one invited him in the door and he just Holy like, shit. in. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's a hotel. He probably paid. Oh, oh. true, 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 true. Listen, oh, yeah. we're we're putting way more thought and effort into that than John Carpenter <laughs> fucking did. Or Literally, the guy who like, wrote this story. I was so I was sitting. There, I'm like, how, who invited him? <laughs> like, <laughs> which one? Do you I like how you're like smacking your hand, your 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 hand on the table, like Jay Jonas Jameson. Like that's your just just getting so that was where I was over. It was done. So listen. So this is the thing that I really don't miss about early 2000s. Is this 99? This is this? like 98, 99, 99, yeah. Well, let's just call it millennial horror, where there was this whole big thing where they were really awkwardly trying to deconstruct classic monster mythology. And, I mean, they did it in Dracula 2000 a bit. I mean, I liked Dracula 2000. I would watch Dracula 2000 any day over this fucking yeah. movie ever yeah. again. I think Dracula 2000 is gayer, too, which is definitely oh, a win. Oh, it's so much gayer. <laughs> such, a, <laughs> such a Well, win. let's not call it gayer. Let's just call it campier. Because, campier, like, sure. I, I think that calling it campier means that there is love for the yes. subculture there. And That's also fair. the reason why it's way more entertaining to watch. But, mm -hmm. um, you know, like, when James Woods and the, the, the new Padre are in the car after he beats the fuck out of the guy and he just like forgives him. I guess that's Catholicism in a nutshell. Say, he's a good Christian. Right. People don't know that you're that there's a third host. They just think it's Scott doing two voices <laughs> unless you're on the Patreon. You know, some people have said that I sound a lot like Kyle. Yeah, Matt, I've heard that too. <laughs> <laughs> At one point in the movie, the group of friends, the, the guy group of friends, somebody calls them ass munches uh, or ass munch. And I just remember that being a fucking like, man, that's just a like a like it's not offensive. It's just like a raunchy, unfortunate term. Do you guys have any other nicknames, particularly like maybe juvenile or immature nicknames that just are not it? Like that. Have just, like so my other example is my cousins used to call each other butt nuggets. And I was just like, it just never sat well with me. There's nothing wrong with ass munching or butt nuggets, but <laughs> calling somebody such just didn't do it for me. So I didn't know if you guys I had any nicknames like that you were definitely, just like, nah. That was pulled in some sense from some kid movie that was like, 
I don't know, calling people butt licks or or butt munches mm-hmm. or it's just a it's it's the logical progression of referring to someone's butthole in an, in a derogatory yes. way. You know, what yeah. I really this is an important conversation piece here. If we're going to talk about how butt nuggets are a weird like name to call someone, why mm-hmm. would you call someone in a bat and why would being called a cocksucker be derogatory because I'm pretty sure everyone with one is a, an appreciator of such yes, activities. Yeah. Yes. So right, like, why would you right. be like, oh, you cocksucker? Why is that a bad thing? Like, they're doing you a service, yeah. bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and that's interesting, too, because that is a, an active thing. Like, a butt nugget is a product of <laughs> something. Uh, cocksucking, cocksucker. I mean, I don't it creates know enough product, about right? the English language, but it creates a product. <laughs> right, right. So if you were called the product or the byproduct of a thing good or not because i love pooping but i don't like butt nugget um <laughs> well that's you know, bad, so, bad hygiene yeah you thought the worst was over you thought the beast was dead but the nightmare what was that oh my god has just begun Similarly to how I weirdly feel like if I start watching Jaws, it's like, well, now I got to watch Jaws too, and then like it leads all the way down to watching all four Jaws Just movies. Just that you normal don't human behavior that, yeah. that everybody <laughs> regular, feels that when regular they watch human Jaws. behavior that happens. Yeah, my friend Lauren has been on a weird rant on Facebook lately about Jaws two, and I think it's convinced me that I do need to pick Jaws two eventually for the podcast because. Jaws 2 does this kind of brilliant thing where they're like, what if we just make a slasher movie, but the slasher is a shark? Um, but the 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 start of it was that she wrote, Jaws 2 is a legitimately good movie. There, I said it. It's not a great movie, but it's a solid like three-star out of four-star movie. Anyway, it has some ridiculous, ridiculously awesome set pieces and a surprisingly creative premise. And then like a couple hours later, <laughs> she writes... You know what? I want to continue talking about Jaws for a little bit. Jaws is categorically a better movie than Best Picture winner Farce Gump. Yes, I said it. I don't care how great Tom Hanks' acting is. That movie is way too transparently manipulative, and a way better movie would know how to hide it. It was just the oscar baitiest Oscar bait of all time when it came out. And I was like, all right, that's convinced me we're doing Jaws 2 next summer. Damn. <laughs> Damn, really upset about Forrest. <laughs> don't take don't take them to Bubba Gump, dude. She'll be pissed. <laughs> Back to the group masturbation scene, <laughs> briefly. The, so she wakes up from the the dream. Uh, she she falls into like a masturbatory trance, I guess. Um, don't we? And all? She, her arm, she pulls out her arm, and it's a werewolf arm. But then when she awakes, she's got hair on her palm. So it's like it's not fully a dream. Like there's still like some transfer. Yeah. It's not a full wet dream. Could you imagine jerking off either way, male, female, non-binary uh, uh, person? Could you imagine masturbating with hair on your palm? That's got to be wild. Well, that's like why they try and scare children by saying pubescent kids by being like, if you masturbate, you'll grow hair on your palms. Let me tell you, Whoa, friends. I never, I don't think I've not ever heard true. That. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I'm not sure if I heard that either. There's plenty but, uh, of socks and tissues to tell you otherwise. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, but I I have to tell you something though. You were talking about Tubi ads, so Kyle and I watched it on Tubi. Matt didn't, so Matt wasn't accosted by this shit. But goddamn, I had to take notes. So the first ad I got, <laughs> well, this isn't the first time this has happened, but this is. Almost as fucking crazy as the last time it happened. So 
there was an addiction recovery ad, like a targeted ad for addiction recovery on this. And I was like, Whoa. that is, that's very specific to me. And I'm impressed. <laughs> but then it was followed almost immediately by the most insane, insane is what I said, because it's an insane sheets commercial. Guys, let me read to you the some of the dialogue from this commercial. This this commercial is um, Sheets for Kids, and it's this kid sitting at a table at Sheets, apparently, with his mom, and the mom bought him a salad, and he goes, your mom loves Sheets, and she loves salad, so she brought you to Sheets for kids because she loves salad, and she gave you a salad. Doesn't she know that they serve fries here? Why'd she buy, if your mom loves you, why'd she buy you a salad? They have fries here. Maybe she doesn't love you. Why the sheets not? Seriously, they said, your mom doesn't love you. (laughs) (laughs) And then the tagline was like in this weird fucking font. Why the sheets not? For children. What child is watching Ginger's Snaps Two Unleashed? First uh, of the all, the coolest of children. <laughs> you gotta find you gotta find me that commercial if at all possible. I need all to, you need, to, need to do to is you just need to watch anything else on Tubi. It will come up. See, but I don't have sheets in my area. Yeah, sheets aren't think, near us, so it's yeah. not gonna target oh, it's us. It's targeted in Ohio. Yeah, okay. I got I got this fucking political ad just bashing Bob Stefanowski uh, <laughs> over and over again every damn ten minutes. <laughs> they were telling us that Bob. Stefanowski is too extreme for Connecticut. And I believed them. <laughs> Do they believe that he is too extreme on the left or the right? Bro, I don't know. Just too you didn't do your research? No, and it wasn't even paid for by a different political party. It was a completely It was literally his play. political party. <laughs> I just found this tied to a tree back there. Somebody did this. And they're saving like teeth and eyes and i mean they're not even pickling stuff and cars (laughs) i don't even know how this works like at least in 2001 maniacs we have a little bit of an understanding that there's a whole town that needs to eat they're not obligate cannibals they're just like "Mm, i guess we'll eat people every once a year they're also ghost cannibals oh you're right dude you know my so my like, whole concept is ruined no. out the window. But no, so I, I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to pull it out from under please. you. But you have you're 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 correct because I don't know what the fuck these people do. And then the fact that the whole franchise goes on to like focus on these cannibals and give them names <laughs> when I could yeah, I could give it I could but their names give a are shit. so isn't one pointless. like grin or, or smiley it's 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 saw teeth oh yeah saw teeth thank you one eye and three, <laughs> three, fingers. three fingers like those are land before time dinosaur names <laughs> <laughs> all right matt you know what we can't record any more episodes with you for the year because that's the best joke <laughs> the best of 2022 that you have that Fuck me, incredible. that's good did you have that written down no we already finished all my notes about five minutes ago <laughs> <laughs> No one is checking the same area where literally hundreds of human beings have gone missing. Bro, I've seen, and I've seen hoarders too. Like, even if they are way off the beaten path, the state will come. The state will show up and, and, and question what the fuck's going on. And you can't hide all your jars of teeth. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) but they, for as many people as they've killed, they only have like two jars of teeth. 
Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, they put a lot more teeth than that, you know? Like, well, how else are you going to get they, your calcium out there? They made the rest into necklaces already. Those are <laughs> just for reserve for later. They've done their craft. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like my aunt who has, like, three dozen things of beads. So for, she's made... <laughs> 10 necklaces in her life but she has all the beads for many more think about christmas time with the cannibal boys from wrong turn it's like oh thanks sawtooth another tooth necklace it's like every year it's the exact same thing you're like oh i guess i'll put this with my other six teeth necklaces hey three fingers here's gloves with the fingers cut off. that's some gift of the magi shit yeah. right there why yeah. don't we do this for our christmas episode guys damn <laughs> If any, I mean, I haven't seen any of the other Wrong Turns. Wrong Turn 2 is really fun because Henry Rollins is in it and Joe Lynch directed it. And it's a little gorier and sillier. That's but the only still, other one like, I'd even be open to maybe doing on this show. I This is co- not a franchise I feel like we need to check no. off the list of, oh, we've no. done them all. <laughs> I really have no desire to see it. My, my coworker said number four is... <laughs> Is her? I don't trust her. No. One, but she. Um, <laughs> I, don't, I don't trust her at all. Anybody that but, says Wrong Turn Four that they've actually, if anybody admits seeing it. Wrong Turn Four, much less, oh, that's my favorite of the franchise, implying that they've seen more than the first four. I, I can't. That's very no. sus. I don't, all I'm going to say, sus, there's she's stuff the like that that I'm very suspicious of. I sent a, I sent a screenshot to Brian the other day because we were. We were talking about Halloween ends, and I sent him a screenshot that someone, I don't even remember who this was. It was someone I was following on Facebook, and it was a picture of Halloween 6, Curse of Michael Myers, and they said, oof, after that disgrace, I had to watch my favorite in the Halloween franchise. (laughs) And I sent it to Brian, he goes, everybody has a right to their own opinions except for that guy, because it is insanely (laughs) wrong. (laughs) And 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 Jocelyn, uh, I'm sorry, you've been deemed wrong. Yeah, like, I <laughs> feel like that's deemed. the person who's like, oh no no no, you gotta wait until part four. That's when the, that's when the franchise really picks up. Steam. Really opens up. You, you, you find sure out people... why, you find out the origin of One Eye. And yeah. it's like I don't fucking care. <laughs> what do you say? Four days of R and R at the beach. This girl is like, we're not going there until we find my boyfriend. Which it's like. You should probably go to the police and then let the police find your boyfriend because things are seeming very wrong. But then they're like, let's split up, which Eric's original plan is him and girl who's looking for the boyfriend will go one way and Pam will go the other. Pam being the only human being that fully understands that she's in a horror movie is like, I ain't going anywhere alone. You're coming with me. So girl looking for the boyfriend, they separate. They walk. She walks all of five feet yes <laughs> before the dad attacks eric and pam don't hear thing. a goddamn no, thing no nope. <laughs> nope. they are already somehow at the police station uh, <laughs> because the police do show up so they must they have made it uh they must have jogged like well i guess maybe that's when the sweater came off uh <laughs> it's hot fall breaks hot but i yeah like I, I thought the same exact thing i was like that garage is open like He's they did throwing not her go, around. They They're not, not they, He wiped off everything from that workbench, <laughs> every goddamn thing onto a maybe concrete or at least like rocky surface. Like no clinging and clanging. I think I no think aerosol the cans fucking blowing up. Like anything. I think he missed the we missed the deleted scene where Eric and Pam both simultaneously put their headphones on and start listening <laughs> to, to the Kate fall break Bush. song. Uh, oh, fall yeah. break. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, I mean that that scene. I was like, "This is fucking bonkers." There's also th- there's a pitchfork through the throat, which yeah, classic, classic in the '80s. Yes. It's always a good look. There's a scene that I wrote down that 
was one of the most there is one moment and it was this moment where my jaw dropped and i was just like what am i watching mm-hmm. which is when there's a split second of sped up footage for like this vaudeville exit when he leaves the bedroom where i was like what just happened yeah <laughs> where yeah he does like a and they like actually speed up the footage to feel like an old-timey silent film as he makes his exit i was like why is that there because at that point in time in the movie i thought we like abandoned all goofballness like you know what i mean like because there's all that goofy oh, shit yeah, we just watched four people get slaughtered back to back yeah. to back i think it seems that like this is up, guys I think that this is actually, if I think about it, like this is my ideal layout for a slasher movie. Like for my, this is my ideal format. Like up front with the goof, with the goofiness, you just throw me like friends getting ready and doing some silly shit that I'm like, is that eighties or is that just weird? And then they get to their location they do some other goofy shit there. And then you're right. Like the last 45 minutes is kill, 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 kill and me not hating any of these characters like that's i that's no. an ideal setup they, they can still be shallow i don't need to know much of anything about them but i still need to not hate, hate watch them. them just be yeah, waiting i don't, for I don't right love mind. that that concept that we get a lot where they'll make you hate a character just so that they think you'll enjoy watching them get hacked up it doesn't do Correct. it for me I unfortunately <laughs> connected so much to that particular portion when she explained Wicca to us. Yeah. I don't know. I must have. I must have talked about this on the podcast. So, so please tell me if I have. But I connected so deeply because that is almost. It feels word for word how I explained to my high school that I was a Satanist <laughs> to an to an assembly of people. Have I ever told? Have I ever told this? <gasps> no. Story? Oh my God! Go off, Queen. Okay. Okay, so you're absolutely right. Like, it is robotic and, like, but she's so endearing and Mm -hmm. trying to really get this uh, point across that it's not witches are not what everybody thinks them to be, right? Like, Mm -hmm. that's, you know, Wicca is is no, there's no cursed spell or whatever. Like, so we have this assembly, a freshman year, high school, we have this assembly. Oh my God. About like bullying and diversity. So the sophomores are taking like the SATs or whatever they're doing. It's not, it's like some standardized test. The freshmen have taken the practice standardized test, but they don't do it the whole week. So we have, Mm -hmm. we split up the practice tests with the assemblies. This assembly is about bullying, diversity, acceptance, prejudice, how everything, right? It's the Mm -hmm. assembly for going into high school. And then at the end of the presentation, they open up two mics to have people come up and talk oh about my. their experiences of being diverse, uh, maybe potentially having been bullied, so on and so forth. And it's a great, it was a great tool at the time for people to get off of their chests the things that they were self-conscious about. One person in particular was like, you know, she, she had matured faster than most of the other women in the school. So she was like, just because, like, I have big boobs doesn't make me a slut. Like, that's not, like, yeah. she just, you know, like, things like that were happening. And a black kid came up and was talking about being, like, predominantly, like, being black in a predominantly white school. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the generic shit. And then Kyle shows himself and on the stage. And then the chutzpah that you've talked about coming from Erica, uh, the fire was lit inside of me to then go up. And tell everybody that, yes, in fact, I am a Satanist, um, but it's not what you all think. The rumors and and are that true. was my opening that was my opening fucking line. And I followed a 
Catholic kid who would later become my best friend in high school, which is very funny, but a kid who went up and was like, I'm Catholic and people make fun of me because like I went, you know, I go to like I go to church every week and all this stuff. And it's like being a Christian or being Catholic is not like doesn't make me lesser than or whatever. So I go up and I think I, I actually think I said that's a tough one to follow. And knowing me, I wasn't talking directly into the mic. I was probably mumbling this far, you yeah, know, further yeah, yeah, back. Yeah. And so trying to lighten, right trying to lighten the mood. Uh, I go, that's a tough one to follow, but I say something along the lines of everybody thinks I'm a Satanist just because I dress in black and listen to bands like Marilyn Manson, and I am, but it's not as bad as everybody thinks, and I start to stumble, I start to realize that nobody's with me in this, uh, <laughs> nobody is happy, everybody had been clapping for each person oh, that no. had come up and talked, <laughs> And my spattering of applause was not even a spattering. It was like a couple people who might not have been listening. Yeah, like it was very (laughs) that. It was very that. And so I start going off the rails a little bit being like, you know, I'm not sacrificing animals. It's all about. And, you know, I had just read maybe the first chapter of the Satanic Bible. If that, (laughs) if that. Dude, like I was not in it to win it, truly. But well, I was it's like, like, it's when not you said Christianity. That you, were, you were bi because you didn't. Right. I didn't know how to connect with people. Yeah, you're like somehow well, being I a Satanist was both gonna sides. Be. Yeah, dude, I was really. It was a true attention-seeking moment. The and, fucking but the crazy irony thing of is, you being an, a Satanist in high school and mm-hmm. Christian now, and me being yeah. a Christian in high school and non-religious now is just and we're just like this scott we're, we're just two penises edging in a pod <laughs> and, and it was so i didn't have friends for about two years in my class I, and that's because definitely there because was, you said you were a satanist right I, definitely because i was said i was a satanist because but the sophomore junior senior classes were not there so they did not know oh, they heard yeah. through the grapevine about me saying that if there was any talk of me at all and they're afterwards. like we got a party so, with this guy so how kid. much D did you play with the hellfire club because i assume that that bro i was not committed to any of it <laughs> i was so uncommitted to being bisexual and being a satanist I i'm was... pretty sure you've never t- you've touched one set of genitalia in your life and yeah <laughs> two in my own um <laughs> i guess no, that I... does make you buy <laughs> right yeah i was really into my own dick i was so uncommitted dude so i dropped the satanist thing pretty pretty oh. sp- soon before i went to sophomore year like i still have my satanic bible up in in my room uh or in our library but i just i just i felt very connected to erica in that moment because like oh baby girl like we're trying to push something that maybe we both don't really believe in i don't know listening to the Geekscape Network. 